0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Christians United Ministry. My name is Travis, and today we are doing another episode in our Tough Topics series. So, for anybody who doesn't know, Tough Topics series is a new series I'm creating where I'm using current events and situations going on around the world, uh, and I'm bringing the Bible into them. I'm I'm saying, what does the Bible tell us? How does it guide us through situations? How is the devil appearing in these situations and they call tough topics because they're controversial they're topics that may not be what kind of what we really want to hear maybe we're used to hearing a specific thing or living a certain life but we got to give it up for god Uh, remember through this we're guided through matthew 16 verse 24 is uh if the asher follow me let him deny himself and pick up his cross deny himself and pick up his cross. That's what Matthew 16 tells, 1624 tells us. So today's topic we're going to actually talk about is um, all about the LGBTQ community, but specifically how these corporations are being affected by not anti LGBTQ, but anti-doctrination. That's what I, I, I like to describe, you know, um, I'm going to break my argument here um, that, okay, so it, make it known that we, people who are Christians, right? we have a biblical disbelief in the LGBTQ community. And it's not that we hate people for being, for being this way. We just, we're not a part of it. We don't want to be a part of it. And the reason why we're getting involved is because they're trying to make us a part of it. Now, part of being a father—remember back when we were talking about triangles—we're supposed to serve our family, and that's to keep them also in line to Christ, to keep them in line with Christ, and that's a very, a very important role of a father and a mother is to line your children up in the best way possible. So that's what all these quote-unquote we call them boycotts, but I don't believe they're boycotts. Like Target and Bud Light um, and some other. Uh, stores. I heard, uh, apparently Kohl's is becoming a part of this boycott too. Uh, but again, it's not a boycott. The thing is, is, it's not a boycott. A boycott's where you stand outside and you're kind of like on a strike and you're sitting there and you're like holding your your sign and saying, no more Target. We're not calling for Target to close. We're just not buying stuff for them. We're not giving money to corporates and money and people who believe to force an ideology on us. In our children, and that's what it's about. Especially with the target, the tar uh, the target has been um, uh, target has been putting up uh, transgender clothing for children, or um, like, you know, girls' clothes in the boys section, and um, specific clothing for transgenders themselves. And it's not a way of life that we live. All right, and it's not that we hate them. It's just part of the agenda. And I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm kind of putting together a map so we can kinda of, a chart rather so we got to understand what's being happened. For anybody who doesn't know, I'm sure a lot of people are well informed. But look at everything they're doing in this tar- in, in, in a specific agenda. Is it began with you know they're having the transgenders reading books. To children in school or in the libraries or across the country. And then you had um, them bringing these sexual books, sexualizing children, and telling them that, oh, they're, they're, you're really a girl when you're actually a boy or vice versa. And, and, it's, and it starts in school. That's where it's starting from. That's my point. Start, it started in school, where, you know, kind of, that's kind of like an extreme place to start, if you ask me. But not only did it start in school, they also brought it around the country. You know, even um, these stores like Target and um, Kohl's apparently is also doing it for infants. And you have drag queens and transsexuals dancing for children, sexualizing them even further. You know, and even the trans other people of the transsexual community is like, "We need- I don't know why they're doing this." They're they're like, "I don't understand why you're doing all this." But the point I'm trying to make is that it's, it's paganism, it's not holy. And you know the thing is they're going after the children, but you gotta to think to yourself, why are they going after the children? Well, because the children are is the future, you know. Us old people if you want to call us old, us older ones are already made up our minds. We're not confused, we know who we are. But children are always every day are confused about life. And what life has to bring them. And what they're going to do with their life. And their lifestyle. They're not sure. They're not sure what to do. They're fragile. Remember Jesus tells us they're fragile and gullible. We learned that in the end of Matthew. uh, We learned that in Matthew. Where he transfigured in front of John. and um, I I remember exactly by the top of my mind who was there. But remember when Jesus did his uh, transfiguration. You know. He tells us we've got to be like that child who's gullible to his parents, gullible and fragile. And he's telling us more in that way to be like them because we've got to be, got to be trusting in the Lord completely. But, but also think about the other end of that the other part of the gullibleness and the gullibility and the fragileness. It's, they're easy falling. easy before So we have people in this country in our school systems in our stores, in our libraries. Places where children are often found. And there we are, there are trying to form them in the confusion. They're They're attacking their vulnerability of confusion. Who else preys on the vulnerable, the weak, the fragile, the devil? The devil does. The devil definitely does. And it's a known fact, and, and it, it tells us all over the Bible. That's how the devil does. Look at the forty days and forty nights Jesus fasted. The devil waited for Jesus specifically to specifically to wait the forty days. Now prophecy did say this was going to happen, but look at why the devil waited for Jesus to be at his quote unquote weakest moment. Now we, we all know Jesus wasn't weak; he was well-strengthened by the Word of God. But look at look at why he did it, though. He said, oh, he hasn't eaten for 40 days and 40 nights, so he must be super fragile. He must be super vulnerable now. Think of the same thing with Adam and Eve. Eve wasn't well-versed in the Scripture. And the devil saw that vulnerability, so he attacked it, and he, went and he won. And that's how he got through to Adam. So... The devil is not going from the top of the family, it's going, starting from the bottom of the family, which is the children, the vulnerable. And that's why that's why I made this podcast was to show that our children and the holiness is at stake. It's at stake. Whether you believe in the LGBTQ or not, or support them in any way, which you shouldn't. But it's important that we stay vigilant. On the indoctrination happening. In our country. They're indoctrinating our children to believe. That that is the life. To believe. That this man. That this man. Is actually a woman. And this woman. Is actually a man. And they're making a part of it, of, of a child's day to day situation. And what's at most. Scary is they're teaching them to go against the parents. There was um, a few TikToks, actually. but there's, uh, um, Now, um, the TikTok was of a gentleman. Um, I don't pay attention to TikTok. I was, I found, I saw it actually through a show I was watching um, that talks about a lot about Christianity and stuff. And he was showing us this, but he blurred out the name. So I don't know who made it. But there was this TikTok... Of this guy telling kids that if your parents don't accept who you are by Christmas, then F them. He said the word. He said, F them. I'm your parent. I'm your father now. He doesn't know you. He says, I'm your father now. There was another TikTok where it told the children to not talk to their parents. If your parents don't accept you, don't talk to them about anything. Don't let them know anything about your day. Or how you doing? Or how you feeling? Shut them out completely. I'm your father. You can always. He created this um, forum for these people to create. Um, which, by the way, I will look deeper into this. I've been spending a little while trying to find it. Couldn't find it, but I will do some more digging tonight, and I will post that. that I will. I will come up on a new episode I, on my next episode, and I'll tell you who made these TikToks because I really want to get the word out there. Um, but I did some due diligence and I couldn't find it. But I will find the name for you guys on the next episode. So stay tuned for that. But he was telling him, "Listen, don't shut your parents out. Don't tell your parents what's going on." He created forms so that all these people, all these people, can come in and communicate to him, talk to him, and they can communicate together. And that's the sickening part of it, though. And that's the thing. That's the thing. It's. We wouldn't have a problem if they would have just lived their life. Right? We've had trannies in the LGBTQ for decades, centuries even. Centuries even. Have, do they have their share of discrimination and hatred? Yeah, but we all, everybody does. There's not a race, a gender, or a, a sex, or anything that hasn't faced some type of hate. But it's not okay to doctrinate it, though. It's not okay to doctrine it. That's the point. Is You live your life, and that's it. We'll leave you alone. Stop forcing us and our children. That's where the line is drawn. Stop attacking the vulnerable. One thing I wanted to point out was, um, there's actually, I was reading uh, some nice articles, and I will share them with you right now. And it was about, all about the protests, that, not protests, quote-unquote boycotts that's been going on. So part of the last going to be today's current event is um, today's, first off, we're going to go talk about the Target, uh, quote-unquote again, the boycott. Um, and this information comes from the Daily Wire. And it says Target loses $10 billion in value in just 10 days. And all because, um, it says, according to a report published Sunday by the New York Post, target stock price was hovering near $160 a share. However, videos showing tuck friendly and binding bathing suits for trans identifying kids, along with greeting cards celebrating queerness, and the display clearly aimed at young children. Let's read that again. Greeting cards celebrating queerness and a display clearly aimed at young children led to calls led to calls for a boycott. Ten days later, the stock price dropped to one thirty eight point ninety three per share. So again, again, I'm not. I don't wish anybody to lose any money or anything. And and it's not a boycott. It's we refusing to give our money to a corporation or to a company, or to a person, or to an ideolo- an idea, ideology, ideology. I, I'm not am with English today, apparently. We're not giving our money, we're just not shopping there. And you can shop there, we're not preventing people from going in, we're just not shopping there. You know, okay, yes, does it meet the parameters of the definition of boycott? Okay, whatever. But, it's not a boycott, and to say it uh, we're not standing up and fighting. We're just not going. We're putting our principles down. Because it's a part of the agenda. It's a part of the agenda. And we, in, if you're children, we don't want to support them in any way, shape, or form. Because why does kids need these clothes? Right? So, so we're spreading a message. We're spreading a message to everybody. That we will not give in to the devil. That's what it is. The devil. The devil's behind all of it. And it's gonna keep going, guys. I do gotta tell you to buckle down. It's gonna continue. This is only the beginning, people. The important, the reason why I'm creating this podcast is not to talk just basically about the boycott, about the principle. What as Christians we gotta separate ourselves from this world. We gotta separate ourselves. Why? Because this world will bring us sin, and that's an example of what we're doing now. We're separating ourselves from sin. We're giving up. We're giving up our choice of going to Target's, whether they have a better sale or the, an item we need or whatever. We're giving that up because you realize I'd rather be good with Christ, and I'd rather not partake in this unholiness. Because we may think, okay, well, I'm going to go in here. It's not gonna, I'm, not, I'm definitely not turning gay. Whatever. It may not be the case. I mean, it's possible. It could. It could do that. You know, you, you never really know how you're going to be changed. You don't really know how, how, the devil, how, how the devil planned this to go about. One thing could be is maybe you bring your children. And your children's asking, hey, what's that? Oh, maybe I want to do that. And that's why. that's why they chose children. Why children? That's my question. My question for today, for anybody who can answer me, why children? If it's not to, to prey on their vulnerability, if it's not to indoctrinate them, then why children? Children are normally the demographics for chil- toys, children toys, or for bicycles and video games. Yeah, they're their... Demographics, tar- they're targeting Democrat, dem- Democrats, demographics. They're tar- That's what they're targeting for, toys. But why this ideology? Why did, Why this? Why is this targeting children? Answer yourself Ask, ask yourself that and see if you can come up with an answer. Because there's no other answer. No other answer for it. As Christians, we need to stay... Life. they need to stay in the holiness. we need to stay on that path and kind of on that path, I'm going to bring you a move, uh, bring you to a movie that I just recently watched and it's actually remarkable and it's beautifully beautifully written. But before we get, get on to that is we need to need to need to need to need to continue what we're doing. They lost 10 billion dollars. What does that tell you? That tells you that there is, that, that means that we can make a difference. Unity in Christianity works. Unity in Christianity works. We can make a difference. We turned a billion dollar company, billions of dollars company, to lose billions of dollars. Because we won't put up with it. We won't be indoctrinated. We won't let the devil force anything onto us. Think about it this way: if you're on a diet and you're like, "Okay, I can eat 100 carbs a day, 60 carbs a day, whatever," you can't eat any unhealthiness. Would you walk into a McDonald's? Would you walk into McDonald's? No. You wouldn't walk into McDonald's. Well, they have a salad. The salad's pretty good. Yeah, then you get, but what if you see some people maybe strong enough not to go for that cheeseburger? Nine times out of ten, you go in there, you keep going in there, and you keep going in there, you're going to eventually fall in for that cheeseburger. And that is the importance. Now, what, the movie I want to bring up to you, and some of you may know it, some of you may not know it, is called Pilgrim's Progress. Pilgrim's Progress. And what Pilgrim's Progress is, it's it's a Christian movie, but it's not a Christian movie. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it doesn't come outwardly as um, a Christian movie. Like, you know, they don't name him Jesus, they don't name Jesus or Heaven or anything. But it does. So let me explain it to you. And I'm gonna try not to give away too many details in case but there's a lot to it, so I definitely watch it anyways. But it's about a man and they call him Christian. But it's not, they don't call him all Christian. His name is Christian. And he goes... Uh, he, he's, on, he's under this bondage. Um, and you'll see that when, open, when the movie opens up. He's under this bondage and he escapes the bondage. And he was led by God. But they call him the king of the celestial city. celestial city is actually heaven. And he found a book, which we relate to the Bible... But he he found this book while well, he was in this bondage, and this book led him out of bondage, which uh, which was the king of the celestial city. And on his path, he he had his big burden, and it shows how how the king was the only one to release that bondage, that burden, rather. Excuse me, that burden. He's the only one who could relieve him of the burden, no matter what he did or anybody else did. Nobody else can do it. But one th- one takeaway from this is this, his path. This this he went on this big journey, this, this long journey. It seemed like it was days, nights, weeks, whatever. It was this one journey to get to this celestial city, the city of light. And I'm not gonna spoil the ending to it, but I'm gonna one thing my spoil is is each step of his way to the city, right? They didn't outwardly mention it as heaven, but it was heaven. Um each time along the way, he he fell in front of obstacles. He fell in front of false prophets. He fell fell into the world. And each time he fell out, he went through his hardship. He went through his challenge. But he always came back on the path. And they, they made a saying, which is also in the Bible, it says... To always go straight. Never go left or right. Just continue straight on the narrow path to the gates of heaven. Continue straight. Never go left, never go right. No matter how easy it may seem to go left or how much of a shortcut the right will give you. Always stand the straight path. That's the only guaranteed path is the straight path. And you can see when you watch the movie how difficult it would be for Anybody to continue going straight how difficult it could be for any single person no matter how strong you think you were and I throw the word think because we think we're strong but we're really not without God we're nothing your physical body doesn't mean anything to anybody because that's going to perish right here on this earth so this movie Pilgrim's Progress is a representation of a Christian's walk, and it's free on YouTube. By the way, it's free for free, no money down, no scam, nothing. It's for free. You type in Pilgrim's Progress; it's probably the first thing, and it's an animated series movie. Um, but it 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 represents a Christian's walk, and when we start walk, when we start. This path, right? You know, think about it. You go to your driveway or you go down um, on the sidewalk and you go from one end of the sidewalk to the other sidewalk. You know, when you start at the one side of the sidewalk, you're in bondage. You're in bondage. And that's anywhere. And that's being in bondage of this world. Whether or not you're in physical bondage, like in slavery or that. but you're, this, this world is bondage. You're, you're, you're bonded to f- this flesh and skin. So when you start walking, your burden, when you start walking towards God, the other, other end is God and heaven. When you start walking towards it, that burden, that bondage, is a past. Your burden is light. Remember he says, my, uh, for my, my yoke is light." He my burden is light. It becomes lighter and lighter. He takes away that burden. He takes away that burden. And we will face challenges as a Christian. He's telling us, and he tells us in the Bible, but also the movie, it shows us, that you will go through hardships. It's not going to be an easy walk. There are some things we have to go through in life that we may not understand. One thing I'm going to point out, and it's going to be a spoiler alert, so, big spoiler art Spoiler art is there's a part where it's called vanity fear and vanity fear is the representation of this actual world, and him and this guy this guy he met along the way is faithful the, the, um they go through this fear together, and this people of the fear are now getting are now trying to include them in the fear and they said no i don't want I don't want this way of life and they got all offended. And they actually sentenced faith to death, faithful to death. Again, spoiler alert. So he ended up, the other, uh, the other uh, uh, Christian ended up getting locked up, locked away. He was scheduled for death. But yet, one of the guards was listening to what they were saying. What they were saying, and they were like, wait, I, I think I want this. I don't want this life. I want what they're talking about. So he ended up breaking Christian free and ran away with them. And he mentioned that there was other guards who were planning to do the same. And the point of me spoiling this for you and telling you this is, is the importance of we don't know what we're, why we're going through things. We don't know why. But God puts us through these situations for a reason. He put Christian and faithful And in the vanity fear for a specific reason. And the reason being is to save somebody else. Some people are a part of this way, a part of this lifestyle, a part of this um, bondage. And God sends us to go through our hardships as well as to help others and their hardships and to come towards God. For if we never started that path, they would have never been saved. So it's not a question of us, of why. It's not a question to God, rather. Why did you? Why? 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 Why me? Is what do you want me to do? That's the question. What do you want me to do? What did you want me to learn, Lord? That is what we need to do. That is why this movie. Go home, whatever. If you're already home, turn that TV on. Put go on YouTube. Pilgrims. Progress. That's your homework today. <laughs> it's a great, wonderful movie. It's an hour and 40 some minutes, but it's a great movie. It's a wonderful movie. Because let me tell you, let me tell you, they were very careful in how they came about things. You know, there's a lot of anti Christian people here. So they didn't outwardly say it for a reason. They didn't outwardly say that that was heaven and that was God and Jesus Christ and all that. But why do they do that, you think? Well, it was to to save people. It was to show people what is the true meaning of being a Christian. Because if they came out and said, this is is the life of a Christian, anybody who's against God would never watch it. Right? Anybody against God will never, ever watch it. And that, my friend... Is why they did so. It was a, it was a beautifully beautifully uh, directed movie, and I'm actually gonna make sure while my kids watch it again because I gotta instill this into their minds as well. You know, this is the true path of a Christian. Um, start, uh, either tomorrow or Wednesday, most likely tomorrow, I will be doing Revelations chapter two. And again, I will have the YouTube accounts just to be look look for. Um, And that's the thing. There's one thing I want to close with is uh, being that they're targeting children. It's important that we always keep in mind what our kids doing. And you know, being that's why God wants us to be an acting acting role, an active role in a child's life every day. Ask your kids. What, what did you learn today? How was school today? What did you do? Get that relationship with your child, children. So that they come to you. When situations like this happens. You don't have to be all like, you know. You better tell me if they ever talk about. It. No. Just always ask. Let it be natural. And if you don't have that type of relationship. Try to get that relationship with your children. Always watch what your children watch. I sit through all the time. And I say, well. Okay, well, I, what I do is I go online and I. Block a lot of these YouTube channels because I see a lot of anti Christian and anti holiness in them. And you can ask yourself, does Jesus approve of this? What does is, what is, what is my children get from this? And if you can't give yourself anything, to block it. That's what I do. I just block it. Don't let your children watch it. Be a participating role in your children's life. That's all you can do. The choice is absolutely theirs. But you can be there to guide them in any way they need guidance. But anyways, I want to thank every single one of you guys for choosing Christians in ministry. Click the follow button. Follow me to just, uh, not to, you know, say oh, I have the most subscribers, but so follow me so that when I become up with new content, from the Bible, and I post it online, that you get notified for it. So we can always be informed of Jesus Christ. I'm not making any money from this. I'm not asking you to follow me because I know if you get so many followers or subscribers, you get money. I don't care for that. I don't want it. I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to accept it. Follow and notify so that you can be updated on when I post. So you can stay tuned. and uh, Because I'm not... Always able to do every single day. So when I am able to do it, you get notified. Because I'm only going to give you the real world and real Bibles. Real world, real Bible. I'm not going to give you any blasphemy or any uh, baloney. I'm going to give you truth. I'm going to do my best to lead you the right way. But only through God I can do that. I can't do anything myself. But anyways, my name is Travis. And this is Christians United Ministry. God be with you.